This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 211. Find out how Americans celebrate Halloween. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. What are you doing this year for Halloween? Today, find out what to expect on Halloween and how you can use it as an opportunity to practice your English. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to indeed.com slash AEE right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I N D E E D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey. How's it going? Are you going out for Halloween this year? Yes, always. We, oh. I love Halloween. We make a really big deal about Halloween around here. <laughs> oh my gosh. That Well, you have four kids, right? Do they all like to go out for it? Yeah. So my, my eldest is 15. So she's actually working on Halloween night, uh, but the, everybody else, yes, will still go trick or treating. We always yep. take them all trick or treating around the neighborhood. It's uh -huh. a really fun neighborhood for that because each of the cul-de-sacs has a little block party and oh, puts so out cool. tables and sits around a, a fire pit oh, with the candy on the table. And so everyone's outside. It's very social. So it's very different than the like knock on each door and maybe meet one person at a time or just say trick or treat and right. not meet them. You get to meet a lot of neighbors and sort of hang out Aww. with them socially a little bit. It's very fun. That's yeah, the more I hear about your neighborhood, the more I love that. <laughs> Move <laughs> to Phoenix, feels, Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had that here. I really do. That is so cool. I mean, you guys have the combination of the nice weather. So you can act because where I grew up, right. I mean, I loved Halloween. I was a kid. I loved getting the candy. I loved the costumes. But it was always cold, right? Um, Same sometimes with me it growing snowed. up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it would yeah. snow. Did you ever have to wear yeah. a coat under a costume yeah. and it just made it look bulky and funny? <laughs> Yes, or on top of your costume. It's just your your parents make you put it on, right? We have um, some hilarious pictures of us in like princess dresses, but yeah. with a big winter coat under the dress. And it is the <laughs> silliest looking thing you've ever seen. That's hilarious. Oh, and my man. brother's in like a Spider-Man or a Superman, but with a heavy coat under it. 
Oh gosh. Yeah. You got to have the coat. It's kind of awkward because you can't really go out without the coat in most places. Yeah. I remember when I grew up in kind of a more pretty rural rural suburban area, right? A neighborhood where the houses were pretty far apart. Um, There was kind of a cul-de-sac going on, but it wasn't as boisterous and social. But we had one of the neighborhood dads. I remember this so clearly. He he took like a flatbed. He had like a flatbed, not a flatbed, but something he would use to deliver tractors, like like kind Ooh. of a truck with wheels, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. he got all the kids on there and just drove us up and down the street <gasps> on this flatbed. It's awesome. <laughs> Jump off and go knock. It sounds very countryside, right? That's so fun. <laughs> we had to drive too because we, what, growing up in Idaho, the houses were a half mile to a mile oh, apart. Yeah. So we couldn't walk house to house. And there are these country roads with no sidewalk. You don't want a kid walking on anyway. So my mom would drive us house to house and would get out and walk up and knock. It was a very different experience than suburban kids have. Did you have like, did you know which neighborhoods would give the best candy when you were a kid? And did you choose those or did you just go where you could? We just went to the neighbors we knew. Okay. Yeah. So and they did not. I remember getting homemade popcorn balls from several of them, <laughs> which was not my favorite thing to eat. So you're always like, uh, great. Yeah, there are always those houses that give you apples or something, yes. even some candy you're just not into, totally. you know? Oh, gosh. Now well, ours yeah. is the neighborhood. A lot of the houses give king size candy bars or even the movie theater oh size gosh. candy bars. <gasps> so our kids end up with these huge bags of Whoa. huge candy. It's crazy. It's a little intense. I feel like they're they're going too far. <laughs> that's that's a lot. I mean, it's how making my kids... you know, mini size candy bars seem like garbage. <laughs> but that's crazy. I mean, the kids are going to go to maybe 20 houses in one night. Imagine if they come home with 20 full size or jumbo size candy bars. <laughs> it is crazy. They end up with a huge bag or even a pillowcase. Sometimes they'll take full of candy. Then they do these candy exchanges where they dump it all out on the floor, separate everything and make trades with each other, trading off the stuff they don't want. I love that. That's so funny. funny. That's so fun. That was always the best part of Halloween for me was coming home, putting it on the floor. And of course, my parents always had to look through it and make sure there's nothing weird that no one had tampered. Right. (laughs) Or just open packages Mm -hmm. or that kind of thing. But yeah, it was always fun seeing what you got, seeing your stash, your loot. You know, know this time I looked at my dog and there were randomly there was some Easter candy. There was like Easter oh, shaped eggs and some Easter. I'm like, okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> this is, we know this has at know. least been here since April. Let's check that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this April. Who knows? Yeah, right? April Who knows? Was, right? <laughs> so uh, this is great, Aubrey. I mean, today's episode, guys, we are here kind of in a natural, real English conversation, kind of going down memory lane and letting you guys know how Americans actually celebrate this holiday. Um, I wonder if there is trick or treat abroad, Aubrey, do you know if there's trick-or-treating in other countries? I don't know. I know when I was living in Belgium and France that they did celebrate Halloween. There would be Halloween decorations, fall decorations and things, but I was never there on Halloween and I don't remember if they did trick-or-treating at all. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey, (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Yeah, I remember when I lived in Japan, there wasn't trick or treating, but there was a big party. So mm. we would often have parties with our, our adult students who went to the school, they would come and we'd all go out for drinks. But then in this case, they came to the school and the party was actually in the school in the evening and we all kind of dressed up. It was fun, actually. It was really fun. So, so. fun. The cost of the dressing up is so fun for me. The costumes, yeah. right? When we yeah. lived in New York, there's that huge Halloween parade. Everyone oh, right. in their costumes. So fun. And we went to a concert on Halloween in New York. Everyone dressed up to the nines. We dressed up like Kiss, the band Kiss, with the black and white makeup on our faces and full costume and wigs. We looked amazing. It was kind of scary, but also amazing. They're kind of scary, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Did everyone know who you were? Oh, yeah. We looked exactly like them, except that I was the demon who is very tall uh, mm. What's his name in real life? I don't Oof, know, but with the know. tongue sticking out, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know so exactly. so that looked funny that I was shorter, but I like spray painted football pads silver <laughs> to look like the whole getup. And we had platform boots the oh, whole night. Wow. Oh, my gosh. People love <laughs> so Halloween. Yeah, people love it. I mean, you know, this year, I know that there'll be a lot of parties. I'm sure there's always a lot of parties. There's always a lot of loud stuff going on in the street, in oh, the yeah. cities, a lot of kind of unknowns happening, right? And why do you think people love Halloween so much in the U.S.? I think it's fun just to sort of have that chance to reinvent yourself, to be someone yeah. else for the night. Sometimes mm-hmm. you dress like when we dress up as Kiss, no one recognized us as ourselves. So we're almost not like we're treated like celebrities, but you can be incognito. No one even knows who you are. Take on a whole new personality. (laughs) I love that. Um, One of my favorite, I've never really been super into dressing up for Halloween, but my first year in New York, I dressed up as Times Square and that was kind of fun. (laughs) That's awesome. How did you do it? What did you look like? I put, um, and this was back when the cup noodles thing was in the, do you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. cup noodles ad was in the center of Times Square. It was so yes. iconic. Yes. So I put a big like cup noodles on my head and tied around with a, with a tie around my head. And I had that. And then I had a black t-shirt and then I cut out different like stars or like logos all over my t-shirt. It was fun. I actually. love that. I love homemade costumes when they're oh, super yeah. clever and creative. I remember one year randomly a guy dressed as under the kitchen sink and he oh. just had all these plastic bags attached to him just <laughs> like a really big fun. ball of plastic bags it was so funny See, that's kind of cool that's really so not dressing out necessarily as a person but right. as like an, a thing Something a situation random that's as. kind of fun yeah because i don't really love to spend money on costumes no. you know mm-hmm. they can get pretty expensive they right are expensive if you just buy them online at least 50 bucks we yeah. i almost always make costumes and I've made some really fun ones for the twins one year they were thing one and thing two and I made (laughs) their blue wigs out of like a feather boa it was amazing that's fantastic I (laughs) love that onesies and we had them be Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World oh yeah of course it was hilarious my daughter was Garth her blonde hair was perfect and we just gave her some black glasses and a little kind of a headband in there him. somewhere. Or oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah! It was amazing. <laughs> it's always so fun when little kids dress as someone older, and you recognize oh, them, and it's funny. hilarious. Yeah, especially a star from like the eighties or nineties, totally. right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So maybe we'll finish up this episode today, Aubrey. What is one thing you think maybe our listeners, if they're living in the U.S. at Halloween this year, what should they know or be ready for? Maybe yeah, we definitely, can come up with right? Be ready for trick or treaters on Halloween mm-hmm. night, but. 
interestingly, you need to also be ready to not have trick-or-treaters. I know in New York yeah. City, I bought bags and bags of candy and no one oh. came because we were in a walk-up. You have course. to take that elevator. No, we had no trick-or-treaters. So it very much depends on the neighborhood, where you are. So I would ask your neighbors, do we get trick-or-treaters here? Should I have mm-hmm. candy on hand? And mm-hmm. ask them about fun parties and events to attend to. Whoever oh, you yeah. live near, they're going to know. They're going to be in oh, the know for, sure. for what's fun to do on Halloween. Oh, for sure. It's a very social time of year. It's kind of the very beginning of like the holiday season, right? Getting into Thanksgiving and Christmas and holiday parties and that kind of thing. It's also a cool opportunity to engage in very brief conversations with a lot of people. So for our listeners, if you do own a home and you do get trick-or-treaters, you know, you could talk with the parents that come by and start to engage and practice your English. That would actually be a built-in opportunity. Yes, it's the best night to meet neighbors. If anyone yes. comes to the door, they live close by. They're yeah. not coming from far away. So you can ask them, oh, do you live close by? And they'll tell you where they live. And then when you see them maybe on the street walking the dog, it's mm-hmm. a second time to talk to them. So yes, great time to strike up a quick conversation. Yeah, so take advantage of Halloween this year, guys. Be social, go out there, have those conversations. And can't wait for uh, next year's Halloween. Good yes. stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. Okay, all right, take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.